Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hi everyone. It's Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit. Friday. Yay. Um, we can't believe we made it. It's been um, another long drawn out week of um, us Sydney siders being told we uh, have to lock down a little longer. Um, if you are joining us for the first time, hello. I can see Miss Deb has just joined us and some new people on there. We're just um, getting ready for Rosé Friday. Um, I hope you've got a drink in hand this happy Friday. Um, today we're going to be joined by one of my, you know, all-time favourite stores called Few and Far. Um, the owner of the store, Tara, is um, amazing and she's got exquisite taste. Um, she has stores in Berry, she has stores in Barrel and she has a store in Huskisson, which is where Casita is located near and um, where I'm coming to you live from right now. Um, so it's pretty exciting. I'm just waiting for Tara to join us and log on. Um, I don't know, she hasn't quite joined us yet. Um, so we'll wait for her to join us. So for those of you um, interested, Few and Far is a homeware store. They're located, as I said, in Barrel, Berry, and Huskisson. Um, they do a broad range of homewares. They do furniture. They usually travel the world, um, scouring the planet for beautiful homewares, and um, they sell wholesale, and they have the beautiful retail stores. Um, if you've ever traveled through Berry, um, you've pro you know more than likely stumbled into one of their stores um, and it's just a treasure trove of beautiful um, homewares uh, like I said from furnishing furniture to furnishings so um, it, their website is uh, fewandfar.com um, and their Instagram is few and far home so if you can jump on there so um, yeah fewandfar.com.au is their website I'm just waiting for Tara to join us I hope she's going to join us it's um, two minutes past four no one wants to listen to me talking and carrying on um, anyway I can see a few familiar names <laughs> and love hearts um, so for those of you who don't know us, we're the Lifestyle Edit. We have a digital content agency in Sydney and we are obviously all working from home at the moment, but we're also building a house that we'll be using for photo shoots and renting out. So um, I'm currently coming to you from that house and not many people have seen it, but there's a little sneak peek. I'm in the kitchen. Um, so it's pretty exciting. If anyone's got any questions quickly before Tara jumps on um, about my house, um, you can see the kitchen. Look at these beautiful benches. Um, our lighting has just gone in. We're just putting the finishing touches on at the moment. So we're pretty excited about um, that. Um, let me just see if I can find Few and Far Home. No, no one's there. I think what if she just doesn't come? Okay, it's three minutes past. Um, anyone got any design questions? Anyone need help with social media? <laughs> um, what else do we do? Photo shoots that are on hold at the moment. We do social media management. We do design, websites, anything digital content, um, we do it. So if you have any questions for that, please let me know. Um, 
Hello, past and future creative, all these familiar names, it's great, but we've got no guests. Tara, where are you? Um, hang on, I'm just going to send a message um, and get my girls on the hunt for her. She knows she's meant to be joining us today, so this is quite a disaster. Um, I don't know what to do. Hi, <laughs> hello. Um, nice to see everyone. I hope everyone's coping in lockdown. Um, all right, maybe drop a comment and tell me where you where you are. Where I'm so we're normally located in Sydney. I'm at in Vincentia, obviously because I'm working and um, we're preparing the house for rent. I'm allowed to be here, um, but tell me where you are. Drop a comment and tell us where you are and if you're in lockdown or not. Okay, if anyone knows where Tara is, please get her to join. You can't see her, no. <laughs> Um, I've got my girls onto it. Northern Beaches, oh, how's that going up there? Rachel, you guys had a tough time up there. Hopefully um, you're okay. I know that there's a few places being hit up there now again. I really don't want to have to talk about COVID-19 the whole time, which will be really boring. I'd rather talk to Tara about beautiful finishes and interiors. Um, if you can, hi, Star PR. Um, can you help me find Tara? Where's Tara? Lockdown, Sydney Hills. Oh, no. Who's, yeah, nice weather still in lockdown. I know there's no enjoying the beaches or anything like that, is there? Really? Um, it's been quite difficult. I know for us, our whole team are at home working um, separately and we're finding it really, really hard. But, um, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Look, I don't know if Tara's going to join us, guys. Um, so... She's not online at all, um, so pretty frustrating. But um, the, the girls have been talking to her today, so I would say Tara's probably in her warehouse packing orders and trying to get everything out to those uh, stores that um, they supply all their beautiful products to. Hello, Tara from Simpson Cottage. We've got a no-show guest who's caught up and busy, not like you. Um, yeah, so I'm just talking crap at the moment for at least six minutes. I've been talking for six minutes crap. That's awesome. Um, guys, I'm really sorry. I just don't know what to do. Um, I'm just going to send one more message to see if she's coming. Um, if anyone has any questions about the lifestyle editor and our business, please drop a question in the comments and I'm happily, you've got me at your disposal. Um, I'm happy to answer any of your questions. Um, maybe I'll just give you a tour of my house. What about that? So how about, so this is the kitchen that we've been working on and the beautiful interiors. So uh, the lifestyle editor do shoots and create content for brands. So creating imagery and content and um, we decided it would be a really good idea to um, renovate a house. What's in your glass today? Oh, I've got rosé and I'm drinking um, a French number called Lulu, which is a super cute bottle, Tara. Um, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> so um, the house that we're renovating is nearly finished. We're just um, about to put all the styling um, bits and pieces on, but you can sort of start to see it's all coming together. Um, we've got um, 
the beautiful kitchen. No one else has seen these guys, so you're pretty lucky. Let me turn you around. This is um, the beautiful lounge lover's chair that's just arrived um, that's going to sit in my beautiful window. We're having beautiful curtains going there. Um, and this is all our beautiful kitchen, so we're just waiting for the plumbers to come and finish plumbing in the Fisher & Pykel oven. And um, we've just had the range hood and everything go in, which is amazing. Thanks, Patricia. I'm pretty obsessed myself. Um, our beautiful lights are from Lightco, which I'm totally obsessed with as well. Um, they're so beautiful. Um, everything is being very considered um, and we've worked with some amazing brands. These are the beautiful um, concrete benches my husband has rendered and, oh, here she is. Oh my God, Tara is here. Looks gorgeous, love the tiles. The tiles are from Earth Brothers. Thank you for, for that. Hello, we've got Tara in here somewhere. Okay, we'll get there, guys. Um, few and far home. Let's try and get her in. Here we go. Tara, we're getting you in. Beautiful sink. No one's seen that yet. That's very lucky of you to see that. Let's, um, anyone is still there. Oh, hi. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> I was like just talking crap for 10 minutes. That was no, hilarious. that's right. I was actually, um, I'm not a great master at this Instagram live thing, so I was trying to figure out how I could get in there. <laughs> I think I, she's probably out the back packing orders for all the online. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. It's good to see you. I'm in your environment. Oh, are you? Yeah. In the so house. Yeah, so um, because uh, all the crazy rules, we actually, because we're preparing it for rental, um, I'm allowed to come and style it. So I'm locking myself away in the house for two weeks, styling. Nice. So exciting. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was giving everyone a, um, an unexpected tour while we were waiting, so it's nice yeah. um, to see you. So I've given everyone the spiel. Um, is it okay? We can all hear you. Yeah. Um, go Tara. All your, all your fans are jumping on now, which is exciting. So I feel <laughs> and say, introduce them to Few and Far um, Home and all your stores, how amazing it is and all that type of stuff. Um, so in your words, I've got a few questions. So the name of the game of Rosé Friday, have you got a rosé or have you got something alcoholic? I've no? got something alcoholic. I um, the bottle didn't reach me in time, so I've got a, oh, let, let's say a Pinot Gris Friday. <laughs> Pinot Gris Friday. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Oh, so um, the next game is 20 questions. It's about getting to know you, giving people information and sort of talking about business and stuff. And we know that, you know, you've been in the game for quite some time and, you know, I am a big fan of your stores and your work and it's just seeing it evolve has just been extraordinary. So we just want to give people a little bit of an insight into that, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. So, so <laughs> you and Far and how it all came about. Yeah, so, well, we've been open and operating now for the last 12 years. So we opened back in September 2009, opened our first store in Huskisson, New South Wales, 
Um, back then it was very much a, a dream of ours or a dream of mine, I guess, and something that I really wanted to bring into reality, something I never actually thought would, um, you know, be a real full-time job. We thought it could maybe potentially be a hobby or something like that, which was kind of one of the reasons for hesitating on jumping over because we both had pretty good jobs. We, Danny and I, we worked in the surf industry as graphic designers. Um, But part of that role involved traveling the world twice a year on buying trips and sourcing trips um, to forecast fashion. And, you know, the other side of the world is usually ahead of us on that side of things a little bit. We're catching up now, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'd, <laughs> the goal was to leave with an empty suitcase and come back home with a full one, full of samples. And um, on one of those trips, we, you know, experienced some beautiful and amazing stores over in America. Um, and one in particular inspired us to start our own, um, I guess, homeware store and import pieces from all over the globe. So, yeah, that was the start of Pure and Far, you know. Oh. would have been a very different place back then yes very different so I guess um, why we started in Huskisson so we grew up in that area and we wanted to stay living on the south coast um, obviously there's not a lot of design jobs and things down <laughs> on the south coast yeah um, but Huskisson literally only had sort of like a handful of shops and most of them were sort of cafes and things like that so there was never really anywhere that you could kind of just you know stop and browse or just spend some time in on the weekends and you know places like that we used to kind of spend a bit of time in Milton and having a look around the homeware stores there Um, but there was never anything really in Huskisson so we thought why not and you know obviously that would bring something pretty exciting for the locals and you know a, a place for them to spend some time as well so yeah yeah it was very different so it's been really lovely for us so we bought the house in Vincentia in September last year and so we've been getting to know all our neighbours so every time we go to our neighbour's house there's something of yours in there yeah. so, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I can talk it all so, yeah the locals do love it as well so yeah yeah so tell us how um has the business obviously 12 years is a that's a long long time um yeah. and many businesses aspire to these days. How has your business evolved in that time? Ah, it's been a pretty crazy roller coaster, I guess you'd say. So when we first opened our, we actually had a business plan. We had to do a business plan for the bank so that we could get some money, but they still didn't give it to us. So, (laughs) but it was actually a really great exercise anyway to do that because it really cemented our thoughts and really kind of paved that path in terms of where we wanted to go. Um, But on that, as part of that business plan, we had actually um, put down on paper that we wanted to open a second store in Huskisson within five years in order to create our own competition. <laughs> it's kind of like the food court philosophy. So, you know, bring everyone to the area and dominate. <laughs> but um, we actually ended up doing that the very next year. Um, so we opened our other store, which is called Indigo Love. Um, And we did offer a point of difference in that store. So we had clothing and uh, men's and ladies clothing and we shared the space with Pilgrim's Cafe, the vegetarian cafe. 
And then the following year, we ended up buying a little cottage in Huskisson and um, renovated that and moved the store into there and focused mainly on our homewares and imported a container from India. Um, Sorry, I've got a puppy dog here. He's saying hello. Um, And, yeah, so started that kind of journey. Actually, the previous year we'd done our first container from China of all of our Chinese one-of-a-kind pieces. Um, The following year was India, and from there we had this collection of, you know, all of these one-of-a-kind pieces that people were sort of asking us, where did you get that from? Um, And that's when we started wholesaling. So, Yeah. yeah, and from there then we just opened all of the other stores. So we opened Berry in 2015 and then we opened, um, we had a store in Lura in the Blue Mountains and then in Barrel in 2017 and then moved the um, Berry store. So it's been a big, long, yeah, journey. Yeah. So, you know, for people listening who have their own business, like do you work on instinct or how do you know when it's time to open the next store? Um. We can't really sit still, probably gathered that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think for us, um, like we do have a definite plan. We we are very strategic in terms of the areas that we are setting up stores. Um, And I guess for us it's, um, it, it needs to be managed as well in terms of the timing. So you need to make sure that all of the stores are performing well and, and it's yeah. all kind of it is the right time to open a store. But saying that, we always do have our eyes open for new opportunities and new locations. And sometimes yeah. it's not the right timing. Sometimes you yeah. just have to dive into it and take the risk, I guess, because the right location yeah. comes up and that may yeah. never come up for another 30 years or something. So, someone's just asked, why did you close the Lura store? Um, It was right after the, well, after and during the bushfires during 2020. So all of our stores were in locations that um, were affected by bushfires. And then obviously coming into COVID, um, it was actually the end of our lease and we just decided not to renew the option just because the rent in Lura is extremely expensive. Um, but not just because of that. It was also our smallest store. Um, yeah. And looking at our business plan, we actually did take a step back and look at you know what we had planned and what we wanted to do in the future and that kind of wasn't part of that plan because of the size of the store so obviously we sell furniture and we import furniture so we didn't we hardly had any furniture in that store it was more of a gift store so it wasn't kind of part of that whole brand um and presence I guess Um, so it sort of made sense to to close it and then we thought we could utilize that rent and open another larger store somewhere else yeah, nice. Well, that's yeah. the thing, you know when, you know, to fold them and know when to hold them, right? It's like yeah, exactly. Trust your instinct and then, you know, move to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. which is a lot of happening. Like, like there's a lot of that happening at the moment. We can see, obviously, you know, with businesses and the way you can't go into stores and stuff at the moment. So one of my yeah. questions is... Um, you know, obviously you have bricks and mortar store and you have online and your stores are beautiful. Um, Thank you. Tell us on, you know, the bit, like most people are like, oh, you've got to do online, but obviously we can't live without beautiful stores and that sensory 
load that we get when we go into stores. Sell us on having, you know, the benefits of having a bricks and mortar store. Yeah, well, I will be bricks and mortar all the way. <laughs> I'm all about bricks and mortar. I, I just, I love the experience that you can offer through bricks and mortar. I love that you can, you know, create that engaging in-store experience for your customers so the moment they walk in the door they feel like they're somewhere else or you know um they're they're in a different world and you can't do that online like you can make a beautiful website but it's not you know i could explain something to you like where you know the feeling that you have when you walk into a store and that that sense of peace and like or overwhelm whatever it might be (laughs) Yeah, you just don't get that from online. You can't create that experience and or that memorable feeling that you get from walking in there. So for me, it's always about bricks and mortar. Um, Obviously, the online presence is really important as well, um, accompanying that. But I feel like the way that people will get to know your brand and the way that they'll be able to relate to your brand is has a lot to do with the experience that they um, are part of in your bricks and mortar store. Yeah, touching and smelling. And yeah, smelling, music. Like a lot of it is subliminal. Like you don't even yeah. know that, you know, it's having an effect on you and, until, yeah. you know, you think about it later on or you, a, a particular fragrance like evokes a memory or, you know, there's so much power in, in the five senses and that's something that you can really explore through a physical um, store. Yeah, that's awesome. And it makes you want to just have a part of it, right? You just want to take something of that home. Yes, yeah. We've just got one of your beautiful tables for Casita for our house. Oh, yeah. So um, which will be great because um, we'll be able to send people to your store when they are staying here, which I'm very excited about. Um, So obviously your, uh, your business is all about, you know, getting furniture from overseas and I know that you guys travelled a lot. So how's that been impacting you? What's How's that changed your business? Um, well, it's made things a lot trickier, obviously. Um, we haven't been able to travel at all. Um, but it's actually fortunate we have really good um, relationships with our suppliers, so our international suppliers. Um, and because we already had all of that established prior to obviously what's going on now, um, we've been able to maintain that and work on a really kind of uh, efficient way of communicating in terms of, you know, choosing pieces and yeah. and that side of things, which... It's, I'm not going to lie, it's still extremely hard because, you know, yeah. when you, you walk, it's so different, obviously, to walking through. It's like the online versus bricks and mortar yeah. experience. Um, <laughs> you're walking through a warehouse in India and you can touch and feel things and you can see if yeah. something's, you know, bowed or not yeah. level or something like that. But then from photos, it's really difficult to tell. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we have kind of streamline the process so that we don't have to travel um, at the moment. Obviously, it's better too, but uh, we have kind of solved that problem. So So it's still possible. you travel as soon as you can? Um, I think we'll hold off and wait a little bit just because of what's going on in the world. Um, It's pretty chaotic out there. Um, We're not in any huge rush, but um, the hardest part about it really is, um, I guess, because we don't only 
import the one-of-a-kind pieces we also do the ranges that we produce mm -hmm. so we design and um, have ranges made and that has really slowed down a lot because you know when you're designing something you'll have to then you have to sort of you know send it away and wait <laughs> for the time that it takes to get to India and then for somebody's cousin to hand deliver it to somebody else and all that yeah. sort of thing um, <laughs> and then they'll make a sample and then the sample's completely wrong so then you've got to start again and oh it's just yeah very time consuming yeah. that side of things so yeah <laughs> we're, we're hearing that a lot from brands yeah. that we work with at the moment um yeah. so what that um you know is the biggest um challenge that you have to face in running an online store bricks and mortar stores you know you work with your husband as well yeah you know, it's a big you know it's a lot going on yeah um what does that look like for you guys How's, how oh. do you do <laughs> um well that's why i'm at home drinking wine no <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, so we, at the moment we've got the four stores. We've got the wholesale business, Indigo Love. Um, we've got the online stores. And because of having wholesale and everything, everything we have um, three online stores. Um, and then we've got two young children, Sari, <laughs> who's four, and Jonah, who's seven. Um, but we're actually, we've got it worked out, I, I think, I hope. Yeah, um, yeah. So now that because we've grown to the, the position that we're in now in terms of the size that we are as a business, we've actually yeah. managed to step out um, quite a bit because we've got this amazing team working underneath us and everybody kind of has their defined roles now. Yeah. Whereas before it's like you're doing a lot of everything and trying to kind of cover it all. But now we actually have the opportunity to work on obviously the behind the scenes um, on what needs to be done. And um, yeah. and Danny's actually a really good stay-at-home dad. <laughs> He's actually doing school pickup right now. So <laughs> go, Danny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so we've um, – we, we spend a few days up in, in the office at the warehouse and then, you know, sometimes I'll be out at stores um, yeah. or Danny will be helping out with containers and things. But, yeah, we've actually kind of got it all pretty well organised now. So what's your favourite thing about your business? Oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say I love the stores. Like when I'm in the stores, it's, they're basically my happy place. Like whenever yeah. I'm there, and like even if I have to go and re-merchandise something, again, just referring back to that whole ex in-store experience, it just, yeah, I just feel really, I just feel really happy when I'm in the stores and I feel really proud of everything that we've created. Yeah. And, yeah, I just, I love the stores. Yeah, so that's awesome. I'm, I used to have shops, so like there's yeah. nothing being, I'm, like I miss that part of my yeah. yeah yeah and I used to work in them obviously you know we worked in them seven days a week so I actually kind of miss that side of things I miss kind of speaking to people and seeing everybody come in and playing around with everything but yeah that's why when I go into them for the days that I am in there I really do love it yeah and people would love to see you in there as well because yeah you know, yeah they do different things from you like than yeah. they do you're wonderful. Um, yeah. You something just then. You said you were proud of you know your store, which we've been talking to lots of women 
in business lately and you know one of the things that we keep hearing is no one is you know really not, not really but women don't often take time to pat themselves on the back and go hey you're doing a really good job What's yeah because you've been 12 years as you know you've got to keep stepping up and stepping up yeah no um yeah no I get the whole not taking the time to pat yourself on the back yeah. <laughs> um but I guess yeah, I maybe when I am in the stores, that's when I actually, as funny as it sounds, because, you know, yeah. you're so busy and there's things to do. Yeah. But when I am in the stores, that's actually when I kind of do get that opportunity to kind of, you know, I see customers coming in and I see that they're really enjoying themselves and, you know, having that great experience. And that's like a really, really heartwarming. So I guess that's what forces me to step back and actually acknowledge hey you've done you've made something really beautiful that other people can really enjoy and yeah, yeah. that's my time that I get to pat myself on the back <laughs> good to hear um what what's the best thing about living in Huskisson ah well we actually live in Manana so oh, which is a little bit further down yeah so a bit further down south but um Danny would say well we live here because Danny surfs so there's yeah. no surf in Huskisson we actually used to live up at Vincentia um but the best thing let's just say the best thing about living on the south coast is the lifestyle definitely the lifestyle and I guess when we started out in business our goal was to create a business based around our lifestyle rather than you know, creating a lifestyle around your business. And that's exactly <laughs> what I feel like we've achieved. So, yeah, yeah it's exactly. great. Yeah. yeah. Just that laid back living. Oh, my God. And the people. Can I, I yeah. just add people are the nicest people I've ever met. It makes yes. us outsiders look very grumpy, I have to say. <laughs> well, I know because I, I lived in Coogee for a little while while I went to uni. And it was funny because I spent, I think, the first, you know, couple of months when I moved up there, like saying hello to everybody in the street, wondering why they weren't saying hello back to me. <laughs> hello, good morning, person. Because yeah. the flower markets were open at three a.m., so you know I was always up early, and you know it was used to be very multicultural out there. So all the you know all the Italians and Greeks, and it'd be like morning, morning, and you know like you'd have that. So I've always been that. And then in Sydney, no one does it. And then now we've come back down here and it's like everyone says good morning when you go for your walk. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It makes me. Yeah. Um, no. Nice and someone... personal. Yeah. So someone's just asked a question. Um, have you had impact, like been impacted with importing and stuff with all COVID and everything? Uh, yes and no. So we actually had um, our timings actually been pretty good in terms of like the imports. Like when COVID hit, we actually it was scary, um, but we had stock kind of coming on the way, which was okay. actually the scary part because yeah. we couldn't stop it, and that was when you know cash flow and everything just stopped. And it's like, how? What are we going to do with these shipments? But yeah. then with the introduction of JobKeeper and everything, and things started to turn around um we kind of obviously kept on coming so yeah. in the in the time that a lot of people were really stuck with not having stock we were actually well stocked yeah. um but we have had obviously there's been a lot of delays in terms of um different products um that we have 
manufactured that involve or require oxygen. Um, so like in India, a lot of some of our table lamps and things, they have like the, the paint requires um, some, a process using yeah. oxygen to, you know. Um, and so the, there's been huge delays on that, obviously, because they need it in the hospitals. Yeah. Um, well. And then, and we've had huge increases in shipping costs and that side of things as well. And yeah, yeah, yeah and and delays, but nothing too major in terms of like really, really drastic that we can't kind of handle. But yeah, definitely some big changes, which will be ongoing, I would say, for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tell us um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the best piece of, of advice. Um, I think trust your instinct. How That's always been a big thing that Danny and I have both really followed. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, with instinct, you're still relying on other things. You have to, you can't just go 100% with instinct but um yeah, <laughs> yeah tr trust your instinct we do we we do use instinct a lot in our business and if something doesn't feel right we usually find out you know why yeah. it wasn't the right thing and vice versa so yeah trust your instinct would be my advice yeah I live by that as well I have to say yeah. um and um we've already told people in the beginning where to go and um buy your products, which is few and far home on Instagram, fewandfar.com.au if you yeah. get on and have a look at it. Um, someone's also just asked, what is the first step in starting your own homeware store? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Get another <laughs> There's a lot, a lot of steps actually. I've um, I've just created an online course called Trade Wins, which um, is aimed at helping people to start their own uh, oh. retail business. Amazing. Um, yeah, so that that's on tarasolberg.com. So if okay. you visit tarasolberg.com, all of the details for that are there. Um, it's called Trade Wins. Um, but so in that I do detail, like I go through everything from starting to basically where we are at the moment in terms of our business um, position. So, you know, it goes from everything from starting a business. So, you know, coming up with an idea, registering business names, domain names, all those sort of more basic things, but then into styling and merchandising, building brand stories. Um, yeah, every, everything that we've learned at freight and delivery. Sorry. If you need to, if you think you're starting a homeless store, go and buy that. It'll save yeah. so much time when you can get advice from an expert who's clearly got the formula, it's working and, you know, how, like, it's just worth investing in that type of stuff. Is yeah. Australia rated for too many homeware stores? No way. Definitely as, not. No, as long as you and, put yours, don't you think? Yeah. And I guess one of the, I guess one of my reasons, probably one of the more selfish reasons for starting the course was that I really, um, I just want more beautiful places to shop. So <laughs> uh, I just, and again, like, because I truly believe in the in-store experience. So, yeah. yeah, that was that was a big reason for that. <laughs> One of my neighbours, talking about husky neighbours, that was my neighbour, <laughs> Bard Steen, who hasn't seen me for a few weeks. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
Anyway, so that's Husky for you, just walks in. Huh? <laughs> um, all right. Um, I think that's it from us. Um, so they're going to do your course. Please go and do it because um, Tara's tried and tested it and if it's in the document, I'm sure it will work. Yeah, no, um, thank you. <laughs> for joining us, Tara. I know you're very busy and you've got lots going on, so we really appreciate it. Um, and um, I will see you in the hood very yeah. soon. Thank you so much, you. Heidi. And thank you yeah. so much for the chat. I love yeah. it. Bye, doll. Bye. See you later. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Thanks, everyone.